You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Hey, this is Mike right here. And this is Zach, and yeah. uh, we're doing this real quick because you're going to hear us uh, call this podcast a few different things on these first few episodes. We wanted to get you this content. We've been working on this podcast since last summer. Yeah, and uh, we decided to call it the Zach and Mike Make Three. So from here on out, it's going to be called the Zach and Mike Make Three. We just didn't want you guys to be confused. Uh, you're also going to hear some outdated references. Uh, we live in a crazy world, and things are happening all the time. Uh, Mike and I were pretty proud of these episodes. We wanted to get them to you guys. So henceforth, the Zach and Mike Make Three podcast right here on the Sound Talent Network. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to meeting you in person and loving all of you. Sexually. Good evening, and welcome to the Three Things Podcast with your hosts, myself, Zach Blair. And mandatory Metallica Mike Weeby, as everyone it. knows me. I love it. The love name it. that I, my Christian given, you're given name. Name in Denton, Texas. Yes. Mandatory Metallica Mike Weeby. Uh, if you're not familiar with our podcast, this will be our second episode. And we wanted to start this because we're both fans of podcasts. And we didn't want to just do, or we're both guys also that are in bands. And we didn't want to just interview our friends or interview ourselves. Zach, Zach, what are those bands that we're in? Oh, those bands are various bands. Uh, Mike himself is a multi-hyphenate, as I have coined the phrase. Uh, Mike is in a band called the Riverboat Gamblers. Mike is in a band called the High Tension Wires. Mike is in a band called Ghost Knife. Mike is in a band called the Draculas, which we share. Mm Mm-hmm. I am also in a band called The Draculas. I am also in a band called Rise Against. That's true. Um, I have been in a band called Guar. I have been in a band called Only Crime, and I've played with a whole bunch of people. Um, so that's what we do. We didn't want to just do another music guy. And he was the second bass player for Ned's Atomic Dust. Band. That's true. Uh, when I was a, a British fellow. Yeah, when you were British. When I was young and British. Uh but we didn't want to do another podcast that was just us interviewing other guys that are musicians and asking about their careers and life. So we, Mike, uh, Metallica, mandatory Metallica, mm-hmm. Mike Weeby came up with the idea. We're going to do three things. And this could be three things that you're currently into, three things that got you into what you're doing, three things. Uh, you could, the, the topic can always change, but it has to be three things because, honestly, we're pretty stupid, both of uh-huh. us. And dumb as fuck! Dumb as fuck. And at least one of those things... One of those things we might know 
one and we could talk about, yeah. or at least one of those things. Yeah. Uh, so so how how's your week? How you doing, uh, man? It's brother, you know it's lover. been awful, but okay. Uh, you know I'm surviving. It's really a real sad thing in Austin, Texas, because uh, Cap City Comedy Club closed down, and that was a big blow for all the comedians in town. And then this week. There's this bar called Mugshots that's that all the if you're a comedian you did shows at a, a, a smaller comedy club that is knock on floor mica still open called the Velveeta Room and afterwards everybody would go to Mugshots and it was just a like a real cool divey bar downtown yeah, yeah. there was yeah. lots of um, there was lots of rats outside that you'd see crawling around uh-huh. but it was like that cool like a cool dive like it was a really just standard bar, as opposed to everywhere else in Austin, or not everywhere, but a lot of places where like some giant tech bro corporation comes in and buys buys up a bar and then spends you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to faux finish the paint to look like rust. Right. Well, this place had real rust there, right, and right. it's just it's a real bummer. So it, just, it closed as well. It closed. Mug- yeah, it officially closed down. Oh, that sucks. You know, I do think, and I saw the thing, the post with. Uh, Cap City, at least, they said that, you know, they might open something else, or maybe those owners might do something else. Or... I don't <laughs> think that those owners are going to do anything. Yeah. But there's there's rumors of people buying it or starting something else, but I don't, you know, we definitely are not going to see anything for a long yeah. time. Like, I doubt that anybody would just buy the club and just keep it the same and just, like, sure. start running. Like, you know, best case scenario, somebody... Buys it and does a whole bunch of construction on it, but I don't know. It's a shame because I'm noticing more and more and more stand up, uh, you know, on Bill Burr, uh, Mark Marin, and uh, Dean Del Rey, and uh, Todd Berry. They're all taught, they're doing stand up, you know. Dave uh, Dave Chappelle's holding hosting that thing out where he looks. Um, that is an easier thing to do than what you know we do. Well, you you do stand up, Mike. Mike is also a stand up comedian, um, very sit down one too, and a sit down one. and so it seems like that, it sucks because these places that couldn't hold on just long enough, you know, yeah. until, boom. Well, I don't know where, you know, a lot of these stand-ups like kind of a cool thing in that you can kind of do weird pop-up shows in weird places right. as opposed to like music where, you know, it's still, you know, clubs are are better to make things sound right. Granted, comedy can feel weird in a pop-up place, but you can do it. And I think everybody's very forgiving of what things sound and feel like, but it's, yeah, it's, you got to pay a staff and booze and all that kind of sure. stuff. It's just really, sure. it's a real bummer. Well, that's a fucking drag. So, well, hopefully, you know, when, when stuff starts sort of creeping back that, uh, either somebody, uh, is able to reopen that space. Cause that was a good, that was a good place for yeah. it. Or, uh, classic, both of those, you know, both of those are like institutions that have existed before I moved to Austin, before we moved to Austin. Yeah. Um, so that's that's sad, you that's, know? That's awful. And, I mean, you know... It's bad when a club that's just cool but still mm-hmm. only seven years old is gone. Like, that's that's still super sad, and we know some clubs like that, but, When's you know, stuff that's, like, 35 years old, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, and comics from around the, the nation were posting up, like, wow, I love... Cap City, they treat well, I mean, us good. Just think, you know that that legendary uh, Bill Hicks specials yeah. tape there at Cap City, and uh, that sucks. That sucks. That, well, hopefully, I was there for the taping of 
Patton Oswalt's oh, yeah. lollipops. Werewolves and, and lollipops. Yeah, werewolves it's amazing. and lollipops. amazing. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, somebody will, will buy that and reopen it as Cap City. And yeah. Uh, so I hope they start teaching Crab Manga there. Crab Manga. Crab Manga. Yeah, my brother is a crazy, um, always getting into different sort of. Uh, Martial arts, just ways to yeah. kill you. Like he knows mm-hmm. many ways to just. Does he do crab manga? He does not do crab manga, but he's done. He's doing a uh, crab camp- anime. He does anime. Uh, his he is a a fifteen year old uh, yeah. girl named Kumiko. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, he 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 is now doing kempo, and uh, oh, yeah. he did like some seminar. It took all day yesterday, and he learned how to like fight with. It's like a stick with a blade on it. Yeah, I know. That'll come in handy. I mean, why not? You yeah. know? I mean... When you're out sharecropping. If, if Biden wins and there is a revolution and there's blood in the streets. Yeah. I know. Uh, taekwondo. <laughs> taekwondo. I will use it against a, a Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Antifa. Uh, it is free chili night here at the Three Things podcast, um, and if you want to, if you call in within ten minutes, you can get yourself a free bowl of chili. Come on down here, and mm-hmm. uh, Mike is making up his his famous batch of Metallica Mike chili. Uh huh. It's got uh, a little bit of extra heat to it. We call it the yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> little bit, of, little kick on that one, boy. A little kick on that one, boy. Um, well, uh, I guess we should get into Let's it. Let's get so, into it. We, so, so we we still haven't done guests yet. We've just been uh, interviewing each other, as we will from time to time. I think sure. occasionally we'll just kind of have episodes where... We're interesting we're just, enough. We're so fascinating. We're pretty... We're, we're I mean, fascinating. Sometimes we wear glasses. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes when I write the word... Um, Parlor or color? I add an extra U in there, Just like the Brits mind do. blowing. Yeah, I'm you're wearing super, two shirts right now. I'm wa- I am wearing two shirts. Wearing a shirt you know why? Honestly, why's that? You stink. <laughs> uh, I probably do at that, but man, I'm this. I'm on a little quarantine weight, and I'm sort of self conscious <laughs> about it. I'm, and I'm I'm 100 serious. If anyone like, knows Mike Weeby or has seen a picture of Mike Weeby. Uh, you would know why I laughed and chortled at that because Mike Weeby is. No, I've, I've got a little stick. bit. Of, if you could see me, uh, I've got a little bit of extra gut right now, and I want to uh, get rid of it. Mike and I also share uh, un- unhealthy relationships with our own bodies. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I, I think we sort of bonded over that. Fact. Yeah. So I, I feel your pain, my friend. I, I think do. our pain is other people's gain because we don't walk around wearing flip flops to neither the one public. Of us. I never would. Never would. I wouldn't. Either. Ever. My brother does, and he just doesn't give a fuck. Blap, blap, blap. Yeah. The thing is, too, flip-flops are not comfortable. You're walking around pinching your fucking toes together. How weird is that? And it's... And and I will go on record as to say, um, I don't... I think women can wear sandals, flip-flops, doesn't bother me. When a dude does it, it's like, dudes should not wear fucking flip-flops. I don't think anybody should wear flip-flops. Well, that's where we differ, but I think, but I think just, there's a pass. Just, you walk around going, flap, flap. What if you get chased by, like, a bear or an alligator? Those flaps are going to be closer together, my friend. Dude, I saw a guy driving on a scooter with flip-flops on, and I was just like, I hope you take a turn <laughs> and lean in a little too much and then have to run back <laughs> and pick up your toe. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I'll yeah. just drive by laughing it's at gonna you. It's going to happen. 
blazing some Metallica. Mandatory Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, mandatory. You know, I thought of uh, last week uh, on our pilot episode of the Three Things Podcast, we have, uh, Mike and I, you will hear us going in, in and out of, of uh, Texas accents. We'll call yeah. them Texas accents because it's where we grew up and it's lots of our family. And it's probably how we would talk if we didn't care yes. ab- what, about what people thought of us. Yeah. And uh, mine is is much more. Uh, I think it sounds like a. Um, uh, it's much more high pitched because my voice is much more high pitched. But I did think of the phenomenon of the smoky, uh, wheezy older person Texas accent. Yeah. The uh, y'all get over here and eat some bologna. You know, like that one. Yeah, that one. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, the ZZ top. Y'all gonna have a, a fried bologna sandwich over here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Marrow, marrow. Hey, man, y'all, uh, y'all, y'all gonna play tonight? Hey, you guys gonna, you guys gonna jam? <laughs> hey, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, there's, there that bass player. Am hey, I right? Yeah, man. I am right. Hey, man, another motherfucker Play right the there, bass. Boy. Play, Play the bass guitar, hey, don't man. you? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Hey, boy, don't you? Hey. I mean, ever, like, be at a jam room? Because, you know, we've grown up, fortunately, Mike and I have one now that is the nicest. Yes, it's like super nice. It's amazing. However, we have grown up, if you've been a musician your whole Got- life like we have... Got posters of uh, of uh, Exodius and Crocus, <laughs> Exodius. but you you grew up in these ma- these places that were not made to be rehearsal rooms. Yeah, offices, uh, office spaces, or or uh, storage facilities, things like that, uh, or an old school, which was yeah. the case in Dallas. And there was always an ever present guy that lived there. Oh yeah, that they would just he lived there, so he would kind of like be the groundskeeper too. And that dude. That Never. guy, that guy was rocking flip flops and smoking fully all the time and uh, sweatpants constantly. But he's the one that would like kind of just come in. Yeah, you know, you're in your rehearsal room. It's like four to two. Sounds, sounds pretty good. Four just that sounds pretty good, dude. Pretty I know you guys been working on that one yeah. for a while. Uh, but hey, dude. I mean, I play guitar. Dude. Yeah, you ever need a guy? You ever need a dude, man? You ever need a lead bass player? I'm here. Hey, dude. I'm hey, can here. I make one suggestion? Uh, there what was a y'all guy... should do. <laughs> what y'all should do? Hey, I'll tell you, man. What you should play do. that even faster because that's what people like right now. They fast is fast is coming back. Man, I know your old drummer over there. What's your name, dude? Dude, if you can make that a little bit faster, if you can make that fast. Anyway. I'm gonna go. I, I, I gotta. <laughs> You're just looking at him. I'm gonna go. I need to get back, and uh, I need to get back. I, I think I locked my. I think I locked my cat in a in the storage closet a couple of days ago. <laughs> I probably ought to go check. All right. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> I, 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 hey, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. I've got. Oh, I've got diarrhea. I think I think uh, man, I think I left my keys over in the eccentric hell's room. <laughs> yeah. You know eccentric hell. Y'all should do it. Y'all should do a y'all show with jam them together, man. You ever you know, ever heard of that band Blood Syndicate? <laughs> <laughs> I worked at, I worked at a Kmart. I worked at a Kmart, and uh, which Kmart is like the lower. I don't even know if it exists anymore. But I don't think was, so either. But was, if you're very, very if you don't young, if you're young and listening to this, it's it was just this very like shittier Walmart. Walmart. And uh, I worked at this. This is like 
early 90s. That's where we got school clothes. Yeah. Oh, oh that, that was such a thing of like, your family shopped at Kmart, I bet. Did you get that at Kmart? And you're like, yeah. I mean, some of it, yeah. yeah. But also like, no. Mervin's. We got it at Mervin's. <laughs> um, like, yeah, that's so big, much that big set better. up above it. Okay. Uh, but I worked with this woman, and she was this old smoky lady that smoked a whole bunch. And I remember her going like, I, my daughter, my daughter is getting a tattoo. And she says to me, all of my tattoos mean something, Mom. Um, and uh, this will, like this black rose is for, I had a miscarriage, and it's for the child that had a <laughs> miscarriage. God. But her husband or her boyfriend has a bunch of tattoos, and uh, he's in a band called Blood Syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of Kmart, uh, we used to eat there. <laughs> There was oh. a fucking cafeteria at yeah. Kmart. I remember my grandmother being like, uh, they got the best cheeseburgers at Kmart. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what my yeah. grandmother talked. Zachy, you want cheeseburger at Kmart? <laughs> um, it was so embarrassing. You'd see a schoolmate or somebody, and you're fucking eating at Kmart. Yeah. Uh, well, that's... I'll you just get, you the popcorn, please. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the popcorn was... Kmart right. popcorn. I used to get lost at Kmart constantly. I remember, yeah. I remember so vividly that fucking intercom on my mother would be like... Yeah. On it, my yeah, my mother's uh, she's a handful anyway. Um, okay, well, oh yeah, things, I, three things, things podcast. Let's get to the point. Thing number one. Oh, okay, Zach. Yes. Let's get into the three things. What three things are you bringing to us today? I I guess I'm gonna follow suit with what you did, which is mm-hmm. the three things that got you um, that are getting you through all this. Yeah, bro. Through the, is this through all of quarantine or just the last month? Mine was the last month. Uh, There's no rules. I'm going to say all of all of it so far. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say all of it so far. Um, the first one is going to be, this is super dorky, uh, but you well, know. My, I, my, mine were like all super fucking cool, so. I was impressed your with yours. Shit. Bring it on. I was impressed with yours because, uh. You weren't afraid to out yourself with uh, coin as tricks. As a cool motherfucker? Yeah, as a, as, a, as a cool, cool daddy. As a sleight of hand artist? Yeah. I don't know what's not cool about being a sleight of well, hand but, artist. Well, I mean, it was it was video games, mm-hmm. a sleight of hand artist. Cool. cool. Okay, what's next? Um, uh, punk rock band? There was a punk, the, the punk rock band and your TV show I thought were fine. Those are fine. Yeah. I just think with it was a back-to-back. I play video games. Oh, and by the way, I also do coin <laughs> tricks. If, if you didn't hear video games. Uh, but let me, let's clarify. I don't do them. I'm learning to do them. It's <laughs> even fucking worse, I'd say. Well, you don't I, even know how to do them. I don't know how to do them. But you're sort of stoked about doing them. Well, I just, yeah. I mean, I, I shouldn't be playing around in the dark arts, but. <laughs> you're going to conjure Satan, man. Hey, uh, number, that works for you, boy. Number one problem right now is Ouija boards. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, so, okay. I'm going to help myself, dorky. I got into the, uh, so, you know, the Disney Plus app that yeah. everyone in the world has. Yeah. Uh, that at least you should have. Yeah. I have. And I'm just a big Zendaya fan. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um... Is there a Disney 
Zendaya, I think maybe Did was. Start out? She she has that HBO show now. Well, there's a lot of it's called like, Euphoria, and it's that amazing. Started out. Oh yeah, it's great. It's amazing. And then like Brian Gosling is talented artist, sure. I think, and the, uh, the, Rachel Euphoria, McAdams. They were both Disney artists or Euf- Disney kids or whatever. Euphoria is filmed in such a way the lighting in almost every scene is mind boggling. Yeah. You're a guy that gets into stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. you'll anyway. I love Euphoria. Mostly because I like seeing dong. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that. A lot of dong. They hang dong in every every scene. Um, so I wanted to find something that was a ton of a ton of seasons, yeah. like something to watch. Yeah. Um, and I know last week you picked uh, the Get Shorty show. I have been watching. I went through a deep dive of the Clone Wars cartoon. The oh Star yeah yeah Wars, yeah. And there is a so much of it. Yeah. And I think the actual Clone Wars cartoon itself, there's seven seasons, most of which have 21 episodes. And the last, like, maybe two have 16 or yeah. 13 to 16 or something. Because um, it went, that show got canceled and they just did yeah, the last season. On Netflix. And, yeah. And, you know, if you're... Star Wars just hit me at the right time. I'm sure you did you too. I've never seen it. Oh, really? So it's uh, what's it about? It is set in space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tale of old as time. Um, Yoda. Okay, okay, I'm familiar. Darth Vader. Dark Vader. Dark Vadris. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Uh, no, I, I'm, yeah, I'm of that age. I, I had a dog I named Chewbacca. I had a dog named Chewie. A lot Chewy. of people had a lot of dogs named Chewie. Oh, you know what? Like, why don't you give me that, man? Just fucking, right. that's my original thing. Would you also have a white cat named Snowball? No, <laughs> I, I mean, I did have a dog named Chewie. And that was, my parents sent him away to live on a farm, which makes me realize now they just fucking put him down at some point. Oh. Um, I know. Anyway, I won't go into Chewie. So I love, Star Wars hit me at the right time where it was just like, I was a kid, I was a, a kid kid, you know, I was like five or six. Yeah. And the action figures and the, sh- the movie, and face it, you know, back then, that was the craziest special effects you'd ever seen in your life. And I would yeah. go so far as to say all special effects since have just been a bad, you know, like. I would double down and say that all tentpole storytelling goes back, tentpole movie storytelling like the big summer blockbusters everything i mean jaws kind of kicked that off but afterwards it was star wars that introduced the idea in filmmaking that like not only are we telling this adventure story but we also have to have all these tie-ins and we have to have this massive world building and it's a franchise that there's going to be a ton of movies based on afterwards to keep the crowds coming back and it really you know there's no like marvel movies or anything like that without star wars for sure absolutely and the story's just great and you know i did know a guy our age and who remained nameless that had never seen a star wars you re- you meet those people in life, and you're like, what kind of fucking freak? I, I don't believe him. Are you? I don't believe him. This dude, I believed him once. I met, I <laughs> met his family and saw he had been raised. Uh, Is he like Jehovah's Witness or something? No, no, it wasn't that. He just. Fucking, I just haven't got around to it. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was too busy reading. <laughs> Shit's amazing, though. But anyway, so I've just always kind of, it's always been like my one of my favorite movies. Uh, I feel like you can miss stuff now. You can miss giant I think so too. Thing, giant things now because there's so much stuff. But back sure. then, like, there wasn't 
There wasn't a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're not missing fucking stuff. It's like missing E.T. or Gremlins. Why You didn't yeah, miss those. Because Back to the that Future. was like the one sure. huge thing there wasn't that a, came out that year. And let's face it, you know, we're living in this this amazing content era where there's a ton of shit coming out of you, out at you, but it's all pretty good. Yeah. For the most part, a lot of it's really good. Yeah. So anyway, um, the Clone Wars thing has been happening, I don't know, since the mid-aughts. Um, and I think what got me to go back to it was how amazing that I think the Mandalorian series is. Yeah. And I know the front runner of that show is Dave Filoni, who was the front runner on the Clone Wars. And it said, if you know, there's so many Easter eggs in Mandalorian that if you have seen the Clone Wars, it would help you out. And holy shit, it's totally true. There's yeah. so many reference points that because he had been the guy on both of them. Um, so I went from... That I got through the Clone Wars and now I'm doing the Rebels series. Which have you seen that? that? It's so good. I haven't seen that at all. It's the same. I've seen a bunch of the Clone Wars, but it was a little hard. It was like I saw it as it was coming, and I would kind of go in and out of like having whatever channel it was playing on, or having Direct TV, or renting a season here and there. And I really liked it, especially after being. Pretty disappointed in all those prequel movies. You see, uh, that's a thing, and I think Filoni, as a as a fan, and I, I, I say pretty, but I mean like I, those are. I think they're god awful. Well, and he doesn't really say that, yeah. but they kind of cherry picked him from some other animation house uh, mm-hmm. or something else. It was some other show he was doing, and he was solely like his his intro into Lucasfilm was to spearhead the yeah. Clone Wars, and it. He was a true, true fan. Like yeah. you, you know, anybody that was a true fan, he's about our age as well. Yeah. So he really brought so he's that. 24? 20, yes. Yeah. He, so he brought that sort of exuberance into it. Yeah. And it was like, I think he might have also been a little dismayed with what was going on. Yeah. So this, the Clone Wars deals with between the, the second and third prequel. So we're talking between, um, yeah. between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So it happens between that. And then the Star Wars Rebel series is but after Revenge of the Sith between Did that you say and a Star new Star Wars Red Bull series. Red Bull. So they're all drinking they're all like riding the bull. Yes. It and gives you wings. You know, there is a that I shoot you with. Is there's a city in Austria, a Red Bull city, a town that Red Bull owns in Austria. And I bet it's I bet but it never sleeps. Hey, man. I bet they never sleep. Dude, man. Hey, dude. Just put in my femoral artery, bro. Oh, man. I just drink Jaeger and Red Bull all day, and I would just be like, wah! Go to raves. <laughs> I mean... It's just every, every... Like, the DMV is a foam party. <laughs> <laughs> At Red Bull City. Get on down to Red Bull City. Drink, I drink, I drink that disgusting stuff. I had a Red Bull today. Today? Today. For the first time in... Well, no, I had one the other day. I've kind of fallen back into sugar-free Red Bulls lately. I've had, like, four, and I'm going to stop. Like, there's one more in my refrigerator that's been sitting there for, like, a year. I don't year. think you can stop. Injected. They all say that you can stop. Injected into my main vein. Um, but, so, yeah, the Star Wars series. If you, you know, I... I couldn't imagine going into it serialized because it does get a little... I mean, it's, I, I would definitely suggest streaming it, doing a yeah. deep dive. 
but it is going to... I do it when I go to bed, when I'm like in yeah. bed, you know, uh, just watching it on my phone to kind of go to sleep. I'm just used to doing that from touring for so fucking long. Yeah. You get in the bunk or you, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you put on your, you know, you just try to escape. From I like to read. Um, Zach. Well, I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a comfort show too, and then yeah, you kind sure. of like have it on, and just, you know, what you can watch it, but you're also not like mad if you're not like paying sure. attention to every second of but, it. But also, also things happen that are sort of like important to the canon, mm-hmm. as they call it. Uh, that I have to Google, and I kind of like that little piece of it as well, because it is something I'm dorky about. You know, yeah. I do actually really, really love Star Wars as a franchise. Uh, and I think The Mandalorian, the show, is just Yeah, I'm amazing. excited for that next season. It's going to be amazing. And I just think yeah. that that show is so genius because it's, you know, after the Empire has fallen, so yeah. then there's these, like, rogue mercenary stormtroopers and guys that used to work for the Empire, but now they don't have a job, so now they're just hot yeah. for hire, sort of like yeah. like the Moff, the Moff Gideon and then yeah. his stormtroopers. They're just guys that are wearing the armor. Totally. Uh, that have picked it up because it's everywhere. Uh, I just think that whole... Yeah. That and whole, they're doing a uh, Obi-Wan show. I heard about that. With uh, Ewan McGregor. I heard about that. That's going to be amazing. Dude, this, the Disney Plus app, holy shit, all the stuff that they're planning with Marvel and everything, it's going to be amazing. I do... So the one of the things... Another thing that got me into watching um, Clone Wars and then Rebels is, you know, at the end of Mandalorian, uh, Moff Gideon has that dark saber. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? It's so cool. Yeah. And it is the one lightsaber that um, there was only one Mandalorian uh, Jedi. And that was his. And yeah. so the whole story of that is told in episodes of both shows. So yeah. you kind of can follow it all. Let this me is ask the, you this. This is the dorkiest. You're fucking a fucking nerd. One. Two, is Boba Fett a Mandalorian or did he just like steal the armor he stole point. the arm. He he is not an actual Mandalorian. Okay. Neither was his dad, Jango Fett. But yeah. Jango Fett was this amazing warrior that yeah. they cloned for the clones. Uh, Got but a lot he, of haters and a lot of homies. Some friends does. and foam foamies can't clone me. Exactly. Uh, that all gets a little confusing for sure. But like, I don't think he. Neither one were born on yeah. Mandalore, the planet. Yeah. But they know the ways and they fought and they need to do all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, even that shit goes over my head a little bit as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm not quite through, through the Rebels yet. I think I have one more season. And I mean, shit, I've been watching these for months, you know, because yeah. I can only do like a two episodes a night yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I fucking fall asleep. Totally. Uh, but yeah, so there is my... Um, thing number one. That's my thing number one. Thing number two. Okay, so uh, now uh, my thing number two. You know, it's... You chose a band mm-hmm. and... I'm going to choose all bands. I like all music. So let's talk. Uh, I've had. We'll start with drum. I've had a few records that have gotten me through this, and I'm just trying to pinpoint it down to to one, but I can't really do that. Yeah. And I started out this pandemic uh, with the new Tame Impala, man. Really? It's really, really great. Um, I've never really listened to that band too much, and, and not out of not out of like not liking. It's just one of those kind of like what I said before. There are things that can get really big, and they just sure. kind of. I've got so much things that I'm also listening to, so I just haven't heard them. What do you What do you like about them? What is What, what do you like about this record? Well, it's called the Slow Rush. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and is it about the band Rush? It's about Rush. And about how they were all little, not oh. that bright, and they weren't so good. Hey, I, they were in special classes. I would argue the fact that Rush were actually <laughs> very cerebral, uh, Mike. Um, they probably wrote some songs about Dune. <laughs> they pro- I mean, that would make a lot of sense. And the door <laughs> wants to hear that. Follow the worms that they're going through the forest eating spice. That sounds great. I mean, that could be a, a rush song. Boom, boom, boom. Um, my, I, I was dating a girl one time, and I was listening to Rush, and it's a song called Xanadu, and there is a lyric, and the end of that, the phrase is, Decreed by Kublai Khan. <laughs> and she just said, did he just say decreed by Kublai Khan? And I was just, I couldn't defend it. I was just like, yeah. It's a great song, though. Um, anyway, so the new Tame Impala record, uh, I don't know. I just, um, it kind of covers a whole lot of ground and a lot of really, for me, um, sort of things that you wouldn't think to be inspired. It's, it's a very nuanced thing. It's like Michael McDonald era 80s um, commercial hit radio with like Michael McDonald from the, you know, the yeah. people, uh uh, Billy Ocean, you know, these really, really weird, yeah, and like later era Steely Dan, and but also, I mean, that guy, you know, that band started off, there was like sort of a, uh, like a, kind of a, a heavier stoner rock sort of yeah. thing to that band that he's just morphed in, and this record's more more or less a dance record. Yeah. But it's one I, of... Doesn't, doesn't the main dude, or is it under Tame Impala, pop up on, like, hip-hop records? He pop, he pops up hip-hop records, he writes for other people, he, yeah. you know, he's one of those guys, but this record What's is like... um, You know, I, I'm, you're stumping me. Uh, I do know his name, and I... Not, Metallica Jeff Lewis. Um, it, but, you know, he... There's also like fair share of prog rock in it as well. Like I hear, I hear um, elements of uh, German, you know, Neu and and Can. Really? Uh, yeah, and Kraftwerk, and certain little and and there's some Devo in there. There's some like real synthy like Peter Gabriel era Genesis little tidbits thrown in with this really random swatch of 80s commercial hit radio huh. that is very specific and being the nerd that I am I've been able to sort of zero in on like oh his influence is right there his name's Kevin Parker by the way yeah I I just remember that um and the guy's just a genius you know and he did he's one of those also one of those people like he is Tame Impala yeah. he takes the same band with him everywhere but he is Tame Impala, yeah. so just like I am the Draculas, you are the Draculas. <laughs> uh, Metallica Mike is the Draculas. Yep. Um, actually, we are not the Draculas. Uh, those guys. Those guys. Those shit fucks. That is Savage Lord Mike. Yep. Um, so that's one uh, record that kind of got me through the beginning of it, and I just listened to it over and over and over again. Um, oh, by the way, unrelated to anything we're talking about, Savage Lord Mike did a uh, did like a cameo style video for uh, George Rasmussen's Lady Wendy no, no for her kidding. birthday he just hit me up and said if you could do it we can cut this out nobody wants to hear this bullshit <laughs> I think it's kind of interesting um, hi George yeah Rasmussen. no I just did like a, a thing where I was like hey here it's your birthday she's 42 so I was like no you can go around saying bitch I'm 42 you can't tell me <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That's probably if you know the Draculas, uh, you would know that lyric. You better know them. You should know them. Should know the Drac. Know the Draculas. Know them. Um. So this this. I mean, I'm picking a few records, but this yeah. we're just gonna say music. It's my okay, second thing okay. here. That's we we can change the rules. Three it's within our three. Fucking podcast. We yeah. can change the rules. Um. So then I got into uh, Brian Baker and um, Dennis Lexon from the uh, Refused Jeez. Band, uh, also a multi-hyphenate uh, yeah. uh, guys and uh, International Noise Conspiracy and uh, so many great bands. Um, Invasion. They have a been the Invasion. Uh, they have a band called Fake Names that came out right when kind of everything was happening, um, and it's it's amazing. It's um, if I'm not mistaken, there's also members from Embrace, uh, other Discord bands. It just sounds like, I mean, they, those guys are the real deal. So it sounds yeah. like that era of late 80s, you know, dag nasty and everything everything happening in D.C. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say post-punk, but that conscious image is of like the Stranglers or something like that. There's a very specific Americanized, I would say, post-punk. Yeah. Kind of like when... Oh, you know, uh, seven seconds did the the Soul Force Revolution record or whatever. But then Dag Nasty started happening, and and people were moving away from punk. Um, it was like that that movement of we're not trying to make this as catchy anymore, right? Like I think punk initially started of like you know with the with the Ramones and I mean obviously a lot of other bands, but I always think of like this Ramones as this kind of real starting the way because it was easy. I mean, that was the first songs I ever learned to play sure. was Ramon songs. And it's so poppy. And then that, that that wave came a little bit later where it seemed to me that it was like, we want it to be aggression, but we don't want it to really be right. catchy. It needs to be, it needs to feel wrong a little bit in a cool way. Um, right. But well, and, 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 you know, I feel like... <laughs> No one in their right mind wouldn't say that Fugazi are a punk band, but yeah. they weren't a traditionalized punk They definitely th- were th- deconstructing and right. doing things opposite somehow. And, and it's funny because I feel like, you know, in the beginning, punk definitely, no punk bands, uh, no bands that were under that umbrella of punk sounded the same. You know, you couldn't say X didn't sound like Minor Threat, didn't yeah. sound like Black Flag, didn't sound like the Dickies, didn't sound like, big you know, boys. the weird big yeah. boys, weirdos, whatever you want to say. Um, none of those bands sounded like. And then I feel like it did sort of start getting a bit homogenized in the 80s. And then with bands sort of doing, you know, faster, what the advent of hardcore and things yeah. like that. And then with this era we're talking about, with the Discord record era of the late 80s, early 90s, bands really started doing their own thing. And Brian, who fortunately now that, you know, a guy I can say that I know, yeah. which has always been such a huge influence uh, guitar playing wise. He's my best friend. He's my best friend. But he's such a great dude. And, and, and you know, I'm humbled to ever talk to the dude. But yeah, it was pretty. He he asked for a, a Riverboat Gambler shirt. And it was, we still like, occasionally he'll like, there's a picture of him on Instagram wearing it occasionally. And people will like, holy shit. And yeah. It's like the one of the times that I'm also as well like holy shit yeah I mean he's just such a such so much an important I can't say he's underrated because I I think he is actually he's underrated but he's so important to the way we all play guitar and punk rock nowadays I believe him Stefan from Descendants you know these guys that uh, in my opinion didn't have not gotten their just desserts I guess you could say but but 
Anyway, so so those guys have a band called Fake Names, and it really sounds like the real deal. It is yeah. the real deal, but it sounds it reminds me of of that era, uh, but modernized in a really yeah. cool way. So I got obsessed with that record, and also, man, I I talked to you about it. That new ceremony record. It's called uh, in in the spirit world now. Oh yeah, it's I like it a lot. So I like good, it a whole lot. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, God damn, I can't say enough about it. Uh, those guys are so brave, and I say brave, but you know, it's it's kind of a Bowie thing where they're gonna make a record of music that they want to make, and they don't give a fuck what their last record sounded yeah. like. Um, I bet my buddy and Ryan and uh, Coliseum did the same thing. You know, just kind of fuck. I realized my last record sounded like this. You yeah. know, and this is what we're into now. Yeah. This is what we wrote. This well is what's aware out. that it's gonna make some fans of the last sort of genre of sounding record. I would say both those bands kind of did a thing where like they did something that was more akin to hardcore. Sure. And then when you and then the hardcore fans are hardcore hardcore fans. You yeah. Know? Exactly. They're like they get upset when you, you might alienate when you don't yeah. do the same thing. But but yeah, that is so cool that they, they God, do that. And I couldn't stop listening and to that And it's like record. hard turns, too. There's mm-hmm. not like... I, I don't really hear like an album between to bridge the gap. They just kind of like go... Like, yeah. Think the horrors did that, too. Yeah, they, they really did. They kind of stayed where they are, but they went from that crazy, weird garage organ stuff yeah. to like this dreamy kind of pop... I don't know. I love just, it when people do that, though. I love it when bands do that. I love it when artists do that, musicians do that. Because it just means that that success or whatever or any sort of crowd there it isn't it isn't just fortifying some sort of need in them to lie dormant or yeah. stagnant or whatever and just go okay well they like this thing so let's just keep doing this thing yeah um, you know and also when it's clear it's not a choice to like make more mo- sure. money you know like well, it's not like and let's be honest with as guys that have worked our lives to do something it's really easy to go okay we found a thing and then everyone loves it yeah. and you just want to keep doing that yeah because you know so it's really hard you're like well i wrote all this stuff doesn't sound anything like us but yeah. you know and these artists and bands that we're talking about they're like well that's our new shit you know yeah. let's do it um totally. and i think you know like Going back to the Tame Impala record, I felt like that was what that was with that. He's sort of moved that way, more dancey, more, you know, pop-oriented, but shit, man, he's so fucking good at it. Um, so I realized that was three records, but those yeah. are... Those three in three. Three in three, which we could do. I mean, again, it's it's our it's our The podcast. only rules we have to live by are God's rules. Oh, man, and, you know, this is just a, an honorable mention, uh... The OCs have a new record out. Well, it's not out yet. It's about to come out. And they have a single from it. Um, and it's called Dreary Nonsense. The, uh, Is that record's the one that the called... video you sent yeah. me was? Yeah, that was It's cool. so fucking good. The record's called Protean Threat. But holy shit, that yeah. song is so fucking good. So check out Dreary Nonsense. Um, that's brand new, and I've been sort of obsessed with that. So there is uh, my my two. No goddamn it's the thing. Number three. And number three. Numero threezo. Numero threezo. Um, you're going to call me a dork. Uh, well, I mean... I'm going to tweet it. You're going to tweet me a dork. tweet it. Um, I'm going to put it on TikTok. That you're a D-O-R-K. Uh, I'm gonna put a, you ain't got no alibi. You're dorky. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it doesn't rhyme. D-O-R-K. You ain't got no alibi. You're dorky. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're dorky. Fuck you. Are we allowed to swear on our podcast? <laughs> we discussed Let's that? ask corporate. Yeah. I mean, it is up to us. It is uh, uh, free chili. Bowl of chili night free here. Bowl of chili night. You ever eaten Frito chili pie? I don't eat chili. I'm allergic to tomato sauce, so I don't eat chili. <laughs> Why is that funny? That's not fuck you. <laughs> fuck you is debilitating. I can't eat pizza. I couldn't eat pizza in grade school. They have That's a pizza right, party. I, I can't eat that. pizza. They fill it out. It's like, well, we'll get you a sub. It's not, it's not. It's not being allergic to tomato sauce. That sucks. It's just saying I'm allergic to chili. <laughs> <laughs> And I wish you would have gotten really pissed. Like, flip this table. Yeah, like, know. dude, how long have you known me? You know I'm allergic to chili. It's the one thing I can't have. <laughs> I'm allergic to chili, motherfucker. It's the one thing that has made me sad. It's uh, my reason for therapy. Frito chili pie is... I mean, it's... It looks gross. It does look gross. It's If you don't know what that is because you don't live in a fucking hick town that we grew up in. Um... It is a bed of Fritos with chili, usually like Hormel yeah. out of a can or Wolf brand, and then cheese, which, and onions or whatever you the fuck you Didn't, want. I feel like in grade school or somewhere, people used to get like a little mini bag of Fritos and then cut it open oh, yeah. and then put the chili in and then put the cheese on top. Yeah, and yeah, sit yeah. sit there and get it all over their gross fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Them's good <to> eat. <laughs> My, I remember my mother making that shit for us just because if if I ate something when I was young, it was because it was just cheap. Yeah. It was just fucking cheap. And we so had my parents cheap just. Stuff too. We just did the like, oh my God. I remember my mother used to make this thing. Do you want ham? <laughs> Michael, do you want ham? Oh, fuck, dude. I wish we had had ham. We didn't have ham. That was, like, that was like Don't try nice. to one up my poverty. <laughs> My mother, We're having ham. My mother used to make what she called pan pizza, and this was not pan oh, pizza. No. She would get like a pan and line it with biscuit dough, Ooh. fill that with chili, and then Ooh. put squares of American cheese on top of ah. it, and like six six pieces. Honestly, it looks like something you would see in Europe. Somewhere. I mean, that's kind of true. That's kind of true. But yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. At, at first, when you said. Uh, Biscuits, I was like, that could be interesting. Some oh. mozzarella. I mean, you know what? It was. If it wasn't called pan pizza, yeah. if you were just kind of like, you know, biscuit surprise, yeah. uh, then sure. But you got your mouth all fixed for pan pizza, man. Yeah. But you know as well as I do, the pizza in Europe it will come out with like corn and tuna yeah, on it. Yeah, corn and like one uncut hot dog. In yeah, the middle. And like, fish eyes and shit. Okay. Um, anyway, um, so my third thing, shit. Yeah. Uh, I have been, um, I, I took up uh, jogging and biking. Now, yeah. I know that doesn't give us much to talk about because those are, but I, I'm pretty fascinated with the fact. And, you know, you, I didn't know you were jogging. I knew you were biking. I am jogging. And I tell you why, I, I, I've noticed there's certain guys that, other musicians that or sort of like um, guys that I felt like I shared something with. They were a little sort of hyper-focused OCD guys. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that they were runners. They were joggers. Yeah. And then I got really obsessed with like learning how to do it correctly. And you end up kind of looking dumb, you know, because it's very small. How do you It's do very it shallow, slow motions. Like you don't move your arms because that expends too much energy. Yeah. 
And all it is, you know, there's guys that like um, Mike, that's the new guitar player in Bad Religion, for Metallica instance. Metallica Mike? Metallica Mike. Mike Demkich is in the Bad Religion's band uh-huh. right now. Uh, what was what, he come from? He was in the cult for a while. Uh, he replaced Greg Hudson in Bad Religion. And he is a long-distance runner. We played a festival with him. It was in Europe. And this is one of the things that actually inspired Fire. me to start doing. Smoke, she has a bathroom. That's the cult. Fire. Listen to the cult on Z-Rock. See how we go back? How we harken back. We might have actually cut out all our Z-Rock talk. Because no, we we, ta- no, did we talk about Z-Rock? Well, we cut it. Initially, what you, what you can't hear if you're not in the room is that we did a whole section, but we didn't get to any point of what we were doing. <laughs> we're like, we should start over again. Anyway, uh, we talked about a radio station called Z-Rock. Continue okay. with your bad religion So running. I was really impressed with the fact that this guy, we played a town, we, we stayed in one town, and then the, the festival was like 30 miles away from where we played. I've stayed, and Mike just comes running up um, before they're set, and I'm like, did you run from the hotel? I was like, 30 miles. So uh, that inspired me. And so since COVID hit uh, and people aren't going to the gyms, I decided yeah. I'm going to start, I'm going to come around. Oh, people are going to the gym. They are now. They are now. I'm not going I am to not. the gym. I'm not. Which so is I, why my aforementioned uh, little bit of weight gain is happening. I was, man. see, dude, I was jogging for a while too. But it just got so hot at some point. Also, I live in a weird part of town, and it's there's some. When I go jogging, it's super sketchy. Yeah. I, I like run by like needles and, and right. zombie dudes and unaccompanied and, babies. I don't think this is good. Yeah, yeah, that's probably not a good thing. Um, well, so, so, I got into that, and then. I have I I got into that and I got into to road biking, you yeah. know, and both of those things, there's a conundrum you face where you could go full on buying all the goofy shit, yeah, or half goofy shit. And with biking, there's a track here in Austin called the Velo Track. It's outside of town, and like the the roller girls go out there, like girls, you know, you can roller skate out there, you can take a road bike. Uh, you can't walk it. Roller girl from Boogie Nights. From Boogie Nights, she's out there every day. Big um, fan. Um, but I have not gone full, um, goofy shit yet where you have the helmet. I'm not going to wear the helmet and I, my head is enormous and it's going to crack like an egg, but I can't bring myself. Yeah. Um, I do do the shorts, the skin tight lycra shorts with the like pad. Oh no. The taint pad. Because do you, dude, do you wear shorts over those? Yes, though? yes. Okay. Come on, come on now. You know me. But I am doing the. They're called clipless shoes, but that means that you clip in, oh. like you clip into the thing. I do that, um, because I mean, man, I ride at least fifteen miles every time I go out there, and that it's seems like scary for for driving, riding in the city. It is for riding in the city. You could come out of them really easy. You just slide out of them, but. For out there, there's nothing, you know, I was yeah. riding in the city and almost getting killed. Man, fuck that, dude. I, I just, the reason why I've never been a bike guy is because every person that is a bike guy that I've known, you know, they you see them roll up to the wherever, and then a couple months in, you they come up and their face is just a scab. Yeah. Like every, there's no, well, there's just not one giant scab, and, and uh, Ian McDougal, who plays guitar in the Rubo Gamblers, and... And Zach plays some shows with him with the cover band thing that y'all yes. have to do. And he's the a number one forces. record. 
Number one and, record. And he is in Band of Horses as well, yeah. He was in a gnarly bike accident yeah, so years I just ago. Like, a, like, really, like, we were scared that he was not going to recover. Pull through that, yeah. That was, but, and that, that was man, there's a lot of people that do bike stuff that I'm well, always like... And here in Austin, Texas, people get hit all the time. And I was yeah. doing that. I was just doing, like, a... Tr- uh, I had a... Tra- like, a... You know, through the city. I was doing yeah. it every day. And almost getting fucking hit. And so I... Now I got to the Velo track, And so I do that pretty much every day. So I've been doing is that. Is it like a race track round thing? It or kind is it... of is. It's a, it's um, those hills in it. It's made specifically for road biking. It's made yeah. for those guys. And then I have guys just, you know, older dudes. Are, just... you, are you blood doping? Like I am absolutely. Yeah. You yes. juicing? You juicing? Yeah, I, you, I am juicing. Uh, I believe you should. Yeah. Now, um, but there are guys out there that are just, just lapping me, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking right. It's built to, you know, you're, you're shifting gears constantly and just to get up these, like, hills. And then there's, like, straight up, like, inclines that are hard yeah. to fucking do. So in lieu of the gym, I took up jogging or well, running and biking, which are two things that I biked before, but I'd stopped doing it. And uh, those are getting me through because, you know, you do get to listen. I, I There's a friend of mine, a Facebook friend. I don't know him in real life. Um that is, is now he a Saudi prince. Yes. Did you get a loan in and some money? I did. Yeah. And I think I'm getting it back. Yeah. Oh, you uh, will. We will. This guy he posts. He 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 walks ten miles a day. He just wow. started doing it during, and he's listening to bands' entire catalogs. Yeah. So he every day on Facebook he's updating with like the bands he's listening to. Has he tried Metallica <clears throat> yet? He I fucking hope so. I mean that would be the first one I would yeah. try. Um, but I've been doing that. You know, you get to listen to an entire record yeah. or you know, entire you know podcast. I'm I'm interested. Very I want to ask you and go back to the proper jogging form because that I was just like, well, I don't know, just walk vigorously. Er- no, it's you know between what? walk and run. And then what I was doing was I was I got kind of into doing little I just because I heard it like burns more calories. I was trying to do like. 30 second sprints and right. then walk for like a minute and then 30 second sprints and do that. I was like jogging in a distance and then doing that like five to eight times. That's good. And actually. then kind of, jo- and then the jog up my, the street that I live is on a pretty steep hill and that jog up at the end is it's so brutal. brutal. It's so brutal. Well, the, the, the things I gleaned from, from the various things I read was like act as if your chest, you, you have a, a like a string tied t- to your chest and it's getting pulled toward the sky. Yeah. So you're, you're, you know, and you're keeping your arms at sort of 90 degree angles at your side and you're not moving them in front of you. Yeah. You're not going for, you know, you're just kind of small action because that takes up a lot of energy. So you're yeah. trying to expend the least amount of energy as possible. Yeah. And you're sort of straight up and down. So your legs are sort of kicking back behind you at sort of 90 degree angles. Huh. Um, not even, not hitting your ass quite, but you know, almost. I'm imagining <clears> it and it looks insane <laughs> it looks it you've seen people do it and and yeah. you see the good form and you're like it looks a little crazy but you can yeah. see that dude just fucking hauling ass and sure enough if you do those sort of like little mental checklists yeah you're getting tired a, a, a lot less frequently yeah um which is good so those are i mean i, I think you should do blood doping which is where you take that lance armstrong and all those guys did you take out your blood and then you refrigerate it 
and you wait several days for your blood to build up, and then you they shoot it back in themselves. It's just shooting. It's weird. It's like drugging yourself, but it's just you, it's just your own blood. And so then you have all this extra blood, so you have all this extra oxygen, and you can just, just keep going for it. It's called yeah, it's called blood doping. It's like a weird thing. I don't think you should really do that. But I will say, I have been doing a similar thing with my own sperm. Ah, uh, that's. I would be interested in talking about that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you just inject it back in, you? Yeah, you just inject it back in. It's painful, but the payoff is good. You know, I don't really know what it's doing for me yet, but I... I don't know what it's, it's doing. It's gotta be doing good things, man. I, it's weird that I'm injecting it into, like, my musculature. I don't know if that does anything different. So I don't know if that's the most interesting three things, but those have been the well, things no, that have slowly got me through. Well, no, one's super fucking dorky. One's... Kind of interesting, and then the other one's just boring as shit. I mean, yeah, when you break it down like that. <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 music thing is ever go. I mean, come on, you know, you're yeah. a musician, so it's, I'm constantly, yeah, you know, and revisiting old stuff. So, like I went down a Buzzcocks fucking mm. rabbit hole, which of course I've been doing that since I was a kid. But still, yeah. it's like you just forget how great some of the bands that you love are. Yeah. You know? um, and now we have this, so I guess this is kind of getting me through. You yeah, know, that's that's not one of my three. It things. It is a nice thing to have to. Yeah, you know, it's a doable project that you don't have to wait to see the outcome for nine months or sure. whatever, however long it's going to be. Sure. Until well, and we appreciate um, everyone listening uh, that is listening, and one yeah. day we will be able to do things like Patreons and stuff like that. So to recap. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, my first thing on this Three Things podcast um, was... The band Metallica. Is the band Metallica. No, you're watching the Clone Wars. I'm watching the thing Clone Wars. The Clone Wars? I've been watching the Clone Wars. And it's dorky, and I would recommend everyone... I don't know. It's hard, it's hard <clears throat> to define something as nerdy or dorky when it makes billions of dollars. Well, it's true. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you something else. I, c- I couldn't imagine a child watching this show and following it. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, you really need to know the Star yeah. Wars, you know, lore thing. And... Lore. Uh, my second one was uh, the music I've been listening yeah. to lately, which was three records, yeah. uh, which is cheating a bit. Um, and that was uh, the new Tame Impala record. Uh, Ceremony. Uh, the new ceremony, new ceremony record, um, and, uh, and the spirit world, no, and the new fake names record. Yeah, um, and then the third one, I have been jogging and I've been biking, man. I'm really interested in the jogging. I want to find out more about that because I want to. I'm I, I'm waiting for it to cool down a hair. See, but that's that's been. I've kind of been into that. Do you and do it in the daytime. I do. Oh, I do God. it, and it's oh, been God. for anyone. It's been over a hundred degrees in Austin yeah. every day the whole fucking summer. There's a by, there's a, a high school behind my house, and yeah. there's a track there, so I just <clears throat> I go there, and um, I make sure I do at least. Uh, it has got to be three to five miles, if I God do it, damn. or I don't do it. Um, so yeah, those are my three things. Um, How long does that take you, three to five? Oh, it's like, I mean, ten I know. minutes, like ten, what, twelve it's like minutes, four or five minutes, dude. Okay, let's see, four minutes a mile. So, dude, you know what? Four times five. I do have to say, the other day, so so there's like a tower thing there at the the bike the the where you run, uh, and you could kind of climb on top of it and look yeah. out and whatever. And shoot, is it deer blind? Yeah, it's a deer blind. Yeah. You know that duck blind. Yeah. Um, it kind of is sort of like that. And there was these two, like, 10-year-old kids. And uh, they look 
it was weird. It was eerie because they looked like they were out of the 70s. Like bleach, like just blonde hair kids yeah. down to their shoulders, super tan. They were like 10. Just, just <clears> escaped <throat> from a Bad News Bears game. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. And so Tanner, shut up! And I'm running, and one of them starts running with me and and like, you know, giving me shit. He yeah. starts like talking, like, like saying shit to me. And yeah. I had like had, you know, like earbuds in or whatever. I pull it out. He's like, hey. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, are you messing with me, man? You messing with me, man? He starts, like, you know, yeah. mocking me. I'm like, all right, little fucker. And so I make the thing. And then he gets on his bike and starts chasing me. And then his buddy, who's also 9 or 10, starts doing, like, karate moves at me. It'd be funny if they beat the shit out of I mean, here. I know, exactly. I would be my, like, I get, like, shit kicked out of my 9s or 10-year-olds. I was like, I'm going to call the cops. Well, <laughs> uh, but actually, I would have done if I was their age. Yeah, so I think I would probably definitely. I you should have gone and hung out and had beers with them afterwards. Man, you guys went go. You guys, you guys are all right, man. Y'all, y'all look like y'all party. Seventies were crazy. That is that. Uh, I it always struck me as so crazy. At the end of the bad news, <laughs> they all start drinking beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember my dad getting in the car and then going, "Oh wait, I forgot my beer." Yeah. And going inside and getting the beer yeah. and coming back out. Yeah, and. Fun fact, my dad was blind in one eye, completely blacked out blind from a baseball that shattered glass into his eye. Because he was, he, was, he was batting against the bad news bears. But, but he was 13 when it happened. Jackie Earl, but, Jackie Earl Haley was pitching. Oh, yeah. But his, and his other eye, he had cataracts and glaucoma. He was legally blind. So he's yeah. driving us and drinking beer, you know, like on the reg. It's Miller Lite. I mean, it's deal. true, and it was this. This was the. This was a yeah. different time. It was a different time, man. Hey, it was a different time. When things were good. That uh, <clears throat> that is a character you came across. If you listen to our last podcast, Mike hit a character that we, neither one of us knew he could do. Um, which I can, Billy. Uh, my, you you might be introduced to Billy during this podcast. That's another lifelong friend. Billy on the we actually should. He said you sound like Big Tex. Like he thinks you should voice Big Tex. Which if 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 you're not from Texas, Big Tex is the uh, mascot of yes. the uh, Texas State Fair. Welcome to the State Fair. See. Yeah. Exactly. Big Tex burned down a couple years ago, and That's the photos horrifying. of. Big text burning are the coolest thing I've ever seen. It, it, it's horrifying and cool. And it was just like the end of an era. These things yeah. burning. Because he's like this big, smiling effigy. You yeah. Know? It's almost like this this giant. He's like, it kind of looks like Paul Bunyan, but with like a cowboy, a cowboy hat and like Justin Ropers. Yeah. And actually, they say Justin on him. Um, just Justin. Well, we are in an hour, actually, oh. my friend. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, once again, um, thank you guys for listening to the second episode of the Three Things Podcast with Zach Blair. And Mike J.W. Weeby. J.W. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I mean, I like Metallica, but if you're... Oh, that's implied. Okay. Mike J.W. parentheses Metallica. Weeby. Weeby. Uh, thanks again for listening, uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, see you in hell.
This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today, such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday.